afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blacksmith's Friends with me, Robert. With me, Pete. And me, Mel. Um, <laughs> I'm eating right now. <laughs> I'm about a cold. I'm about a cold. I'm drinking lemon sip and I'm having a hobnob. So excuse me. I find it interesting that he decided to eat the hobnob just as you pressed the button to start recording. Do you know what? I didn't even see you press the button, didn't I? I thought I'd at least have some grace time to be able to finish that hobnob. Nah. Well, it's actually getting cold now. It's actually cold. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, today, walking, took took my jacket, literally, when it had to close up. Like, I never actually closed up my jacket. I was like, yeah, no, it's actually Yo, cold. I see. I saw one picture of Peter yeah? back in the day with like his hoodie up and a bandana <laughs> around his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was going through his Facebook pictures, yeah? Wait, why are you going through my Facebook pictures? We need to address this. And yeah, the picture, that's, that's a bit suspect. <laughs> like, this was when I first got him on Facebook. So I was just looking at his pictures. Like, oh, yeah, I randomly right. do that to people, I just look at their pictures. And the picture before that was of him when he was in the army. <laughs> so there's Peter, with a gun in his hand, yeah? Next picture, with his hoodie up and the bandana around his mouth. I'm like, yo, I ain't messing with this shit. <laughs> I'm getting bodied before I even know what happened to <laughs> no, you. Know, there's um, one person told me something about my pictures. Because after that, there was a picture of me in a TA. And I had, like, the assault rifle. Mm-hmm. And a massive smile on my face. <laughs> and the next picture is me holding a baby with a massive smile on my face. And she's like, yeah, this is kind of confusing. <laughs> Are you the sweet guy? Or are you the killer? Like, no, what's going on? You, see, you, see, you see them psychotic killers here that can switch? Mm. Them guys that... They're sociopaths. Yes! This movie is coming out with James McAvoy split. I don't know if you've seen it. No. He's got 23 different personalities living within his body. And it causes him to even be able to change his anatomy. Like, to literally change his anatomy when another personality takes over. I was looking like it would be an interesting movie. Oh, boy. Hmm. Sounds, like, right. sounds like some demons up in there, boy. Right. <laughs> the one thing that, I know this is tangent, but the one thing that actually concerns me is Amazon has got an original series called Lucifer. Yeah, I've seen that. Blood, I see this advertised on the buses, yeah? And I'm like, blood, picture man had, had a series called Christ. Ain't no one going to be putting up on the bus. <laughs> Ain't going to be no Amazon exclusive. That one's where you're going to have to go through some secret websites to be able to see that. And I have to confess, I've been, I watched the first season of Lucifer, you know. How was it? First uh, season? Yeah, they're on season two. Uh, it was trying to be something it wasn't. Like, I don't know, it was supposed to be this, like, supernatural meets, I don't know, Will and Grace or something like that. Like, it was supposed to be funny, and then there's this over, overarching story plot of Lucifer. Of demons. Um, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's particularly religious at all. Um, because... It never is. Yeah, part of the idea is God wants Lucifer in hell, and, like... He is rebelling. He's, he's developed a conscience uh, and whatnot. He's only um, punishing bad people. Like they make him out to be some kind of good person, um, good like devil may care, devil may care kind of thing. And it's just like, uh, yeah. in as much as I, I don't think it's religious, I think something behind it is trivializing mm-hmm. who Satan is. Yeah. Even on a subconscious level, because yeah. you see it and it just makes it cool and it's fun. The same thing with Harry Potter. Not to not to say don't watch Harry Potter or nothing, but I think they tend to trivialise those issues. Mm. So that if you talk about it even from a real point of view, like there are demons and, and there are people who practice witchcraft and it is wrong. You know, the images you have of it, the images you've presented of it are more friendly. Um, so you don't associate them with as being or associate them with being such evil yeah. things. Oh. I think the term that baffles me a lot is a good witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sabrina. And even Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> even Charmed. All of the all of the um, underworld movies where it's like, oh yeah, we're doing this for the good of humanity. Oh, no, no, no. no. Uh, Twilight. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, really? Like, good witch. <sighs> but yeah. Mm. So wait, just to, just to say, there's a freedom in it. I like, don't feel like we're trying to convict you if you watch stuff. Like, yeah, for I've real, watched yeah. some of these things. I just think it's 
it's it's good to know. Yeah. It's good to know what I think the overarching aim <laughs> is when 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 such things come out. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're not talking about demons today. Ah, my favorite topic. Yeah. <laughs> we might be talking about demon husbands. I guess you could call someone. Mod, segue. Mod, that's a demon husband. Oh, we'll, be, we'll be talking about Miss Mary J. Blige, the queen, the queen herself, who is currently going through this divorce process with her husband. Yeah. Mary J. Blige was Beyonce before being Beyonce was a thing. Yeah. But she, she can know? never dance though. <laughs> she dances though. That doesn't stop her. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the moves? And it's the same dance over and over again. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah. Two are consistent. Mary J. Blige and Lil Kim. <laughs> Lil Kim has this move. Uh, uh, I'm doing. It's like a, it's like a, I'll cut your head off, and then it's like a fist pump down or something. Every show, like there's montages of it, and they're so consistent with it. But yeah, I was about to say Mary J. Blair did, did, didn't need a dance move. Her voice was on smash. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but I guess when you go to the show, you need to be visually entertained as sure, well. You know, yeah. Yeah, people entertained, <laughs> maybe for the wrong reasons, but they were entertained. So anyway, so right now she's going through this divorce process with her husband, and I think she he also used to be her manager. Mm. That's that usually happens, isn't it? Yeah, and obviously she is the breadwinner of the family, Come being on. like a worldwide superstar. Mm. And they're going through this process, and he is demanding $129,000 per month. Per month? <laughs> per month. Wait, wait. In spousal wait. support. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got a Black, break. are you carrying the kids? <laughs> what? What? And I've got, I've, I've got a breakdown of. They break it down. Yeah. So £5,000 £5, for, for the child support dollars. he pays for the two children he had from a previous relationship. Is it, wait, is it dollars or is it pounds? Dollars. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, dollars. Wait, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Actually, before we go into that, because it kind of worries me, because how long were they together? Because um, they, t- they were together for a long while. I don't Man know. said he's charging you for a child support for a next woman. <laughs> Black! <laughs> well, my, my 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 first thing with with the whole divorcing because it, it make it worries me. Like, okay, marriage of like, I mean, she's still old school, you know. You imagine she's still kind married. Of, they got married in two thousand and three, so that is twelve years, thirteen years, thirteen years. How old are his kids? If he if he had the kids while I was with her, no, 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 no. These are kids from a previous from relationship. A previous relationship. <laughs> That's still insult to injury. But no, I, I, before before we even go into that, because <laughs> that's something. What what worries me is the idea that like even the longer lasting relationships still kind of break down. Like at the back of my mind, it kind of scares me. Like, mm. I think of Israel Hutton as well. Like Mary J. Blige is not a Christian artist. Mm. I I don't see her talking about her faith if she has any. Um, but when I see even the Christian artists or... It's really who's the biggest pagan of them all, you Hey, know? hold on, hold on. No, I, I don't know if you can say that. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. Do you know what, yeah? But... From the outside, it mm. looks mad suspect, isn't it? It, it does. From it the does. outside, it looks mad suspect. I don't know what going and the nuances within the stuff, yeah? But it's like, I've always had a slight issue with... As a touring artist, mm. kind of just running it solo... Business like I always take my wife with Literally, like, <coughs> have wife, family, someone there to keep you accountable. Because yeah. um, the whole reason that they broke up from what he shared on Facebook was that he cheated. Yeah, it was an infidelity yeah. that they knew about, but and they've been trying to trying to up. trying to deal through it. And it's like I don't know if it's just one, if it's more than one, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it's like. Alright, there was an infidelity, you're trying to get over it, yeah. but you're still touring. Is yeah. your wife coming with you? Well, it leaves room for kind of. My thing is, the reason why I think it's a pagan, right? Yeah. <laughs> so this guy's probably made millions, yeah, mm-hmm. writing all these amazing gospel songs that people sing every week. Yeah. I know in my church we sing his songs yeah. <laughs> every week. And you've like made all this money from singing, about songs, singing songs about this amazing God. Mm. So it's just like that, that like insincerity. You're like, you're, you're like, you're but like, that, I think that that's a very tricky position because it's like saying if you're in the public eye, 
you're not allowed to sin. Like, not even if you're in the public eye, but if you're in a position of uh, authority or influence, mm-hmm. then you're not allowed to sin. Because, like, for you, instance, for you leading the worship thing at, at church, then it's almost like saying, if that week you aren't on point, you shouldn't go and lead worship. Does that make sense? Uh, I, I probably wouldn't. I, 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 I probably wouldn't. <laughs> so we know if Robert's not leading worship, <laughs> yo, what are you done during the week, mate? But, so, so go on. Yeah, go for it, go for it. I, no, I think... I don't think it takes away from the first the gift that God gave him and what God's used him for. I don't think it takes away from like the worship songs because the worship songs speak for themselves almost. They are talking about a good God. They're not like full of false doctrine. At least the ones I've heard aren't like, you know, lies or whatnot. I think the man himself can have his flaws. I don't think that necessarily affects what God can do through yeah, him. But, you know, but like it says in the Bible, like... Let me. Th- those who are in positions yeah. of power. Oh yeah, no, be, absolutely. You yeah. know, don't um, don't desire to be a teacher. Of, a James teacher because if you if you are a teacher, you will be judged a lot more strictly. Greater and, judgment. Yeah. yeah. And, and and I think if you are going to put yourself or allow yourself to be in that position, mm. because he could have easily said, you know, yeah, let me just be like an anonymous writer. Let me let me not be out in the spotlight. But then he said, but he put himself on that platform. Oh, he went. He, 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 he went. Yeah, I think I think that's being a bit too harsh because. Yeah. Even even guys like the truth and and Ty Tribbett, you know, they have their little thing, mm-hmm. right? You know, and in as much as they don't put themselves on those places, like you hear what's his name um, on Bizzle's album, he was talking about how Christian hip hop critics make him want to stop, stop, but then if he did, they'll say the devil did it, and it's like we sometimes we think that they've put themselves on that pedestal, but they're just doing what God wants no, no, them to no, no, do. No. I didn't say that. That, that they put themselves on a pedestal. I said mm. they put themselves on a platform. You know, every time they say, I'm, a con- I'm, I'm having a concert, concert the concert, that's putting themselves on, on, on a platform. Because so they shouldn't do concert. No, I, I'm just saying, don't well, do concerts. You shouldn't promote, promote. You shouldn't do a play, you shouldn't do a concert if you're sleeping with another person. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this, this is the thing, yeah, it's like, when we look at the truth, after his whole madness, the guy stepped down from making music. I don't yeah, know. If, yeah, yeah. I don't know if Houghton is still making music or not. Who? Uh, Israel Houghton or whatever his name is. Well, he got kicked out of his church. Well, no, not kicked out, but he got taken taken off mm. being um, worship leader at his mm. church. Right, so yeah, but he, he, but he was he was going to Joel Austin's church, so that's not to say very much to me. Hey, easy man, easy. <laughs> that Gosh. does not help the situation. <laughs> God. I'm throwing a whole family. I'm just saying the seen, foundation was wrong to begin with. You seen that picture out of context? Straight out of context. Straight out of context. There's a meme of Joel Austin and his wife, and the wife is saying, "Don't do good for God. Do God for good for your own self. Because God doesn't really care. He wants you to be happy." And then there's Paul Washer. He's like, "Blasphemy." <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Do you know what? It's, it's like I. I have to be honest, I physically get irritated whenever I'm watching Joe Austin. That's more, I but, don't get irritated. But, 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 the first time I shared a message at church, God spoke to me through Joe Austin. Mm. So it was a case of, I, was, I just randomly flipped onto his thing, and then he was like, God would have make you do something if he hasn't given you the power to do it. And, like, I, I don't know what he was talking about I don't know the context or anything but just that snippet was what I needed to hear because I was focusing so much on oh I'm having to go up and go share this message mm, mm. and then for him to say God wouldn't call you to do something unless he's he's like giving you the ability to do it mm. was like wow like this is greater than me <laughs> well then switch the channel and then I switch the channel <laughs> Because, you know, I try, I tried to linger and be like, ooh, let's see what this message is about. And then it was starting to counteract what he was saying. So I was just like, yeah, let me just switch this. But it was like, and it was a reminder that God can speak through anything. Mm. God can speak. It's like you can be listening to the worst whatever and then God can make you realise something. I'm not saying that we should expose ourselves to those things mm. on purpose and our oh, God is going to talk to me through um, the study wine in DVD. I don't know. But, um, like, literally, God can. And yeah. it's a providence of God to kind of work through the day to day. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think uh, <coughs> the thing that I, I was saying that, that 
took us off on this tangent was the whole idea of it's almost like a reminder because these are guys that you know you kind of you gotta look up to him because they've obviously advanced in ministry. They've obviously done certain things. I'll look up to him. <laughs> no, 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 not not just him, not just him, but like when when you see, like even Mary, Mary, her one of one of the sisters, her husband cheated on her, oh. and it's like you know these are pastors and these are like higher people in ministry. If even they can afford them, it's just a reminder that I can't rely on myself. But you know why I still peak, yeah? Because these guys have like paid for good to send them away. Or a husband, and then you're gonna go and cheat on the thing that you've been praying about all Do these years. You know what, years. though, yeah? I generally, whenever I see or hear of people who have been caught with their pants down, I don't knock them. Mm. I take it as a grave warning yeah, that yeah. no one is above this. Yeah, yeah. And oh. it makes me more mindful to pray. Mm. That God keeps me from this. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly that's exactly where I am as well. Because I'm like, yo, like, it happened to this guy. It happened to this guy. I'm not gonna knock him and say, raw like, heathen, mm. you worth." Nah, I'm like, raw like, n- like Solomon, mm. the wisest man. His downfall was gal. Yeah, it was many, many gal. But he didn't cheat though. He didn't. Like, you don't need to cheat when you just be like, you be when, my when, wife. When you make it official, like, you be my wife. Yeah, well, he, well he, he didn't technically break any rules, did it? So, it turned him away from God. So. But, and this, and this is and this is another interesting thing, yeah, because I've even heard Muslims in the defense of multiple wives. See, Abraham had multiple wives. Blah, blah, blah had multiple wives. But I always go back to, Jesus said, this is why... A man shall leave his, um, his household and be united with his wife. One man, one woman. And he's like, yeah, but... I'm like, we can't look at God blessing someone in the midst of their sin and say, because God blessed them in the midst of their sin, it's all right for us to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's the case of just because he was the wisest man and God blessed him in the midst of his sins yeah. doesn't make it all right for us to go and pursue 300 wives. Um, oh, yeah, but... Yeah, but let me just even say, two wives. God didn't even bless him in the midst of his sin. God, God, God blessed him before he started sinning, and then mm. he yeah. just started sinning. And in, in and terms then, of sorry, um, Abraham, when he lied about Sarah mm, being mm, um, his sister, his sister, yeah. even though she was his half sister, yeah. but it was still a case of God still blessed him in the midst well, what, of that what life. What people don't realize is potentially Sarah would have slept with yeah. the, with the Pharaoh as well because they That's were there for an extended period. period. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I, I can't died. Live with that. I died. I can't Seriously. live with that. I would stab me first, kill me before you sleep. Nah. And nah, even with nah, the thing with Abraham Ab- 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 <coughs> and multiple wives, like had Abraham not slept with um, Hagar, Hagar mm. like that whole Ishmael and, and all of his all of his descendants would have yeah. happened, yeah. and yeah. would be a completely different place to what it is. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Uh, didn't he just marry after Sarah? Yeah, he married. He it was really married. Yeah. It wasn't marrying at the same time. Yeah, I believe it, so. It wasn't yeah. But then the truth also has a has a thing. He said, "Don't do it because we did it and God spared us. Don't do it because we did it and God speared us." And it's like we didn't. We don't. Sometimes we don't see the repercussions of this. Then we don't see the suffering. Yeah. Happened. We just see that they were spared. That they've been redeemed or whatever. And this this is the, uh, brings me beautifully back to the truth. The one thing I admire from the truth is that yes, he got caught with his pants down in a peak way. Mad peak, right? Mad peak. Yeah, random He's, triangles, squares going on. Just... He stepped down. He reconciled with his wife, sought biblical counsel. Mm. And when he came back to do music, he addressed it mm. in his first album. He was open and honest about it throughout the entire album. Mm. And he spoke about the grace. And he even spoke about how it has changed him mm. from his album, The Open Book, mm. to that album where the open book he was very much like judgmental just <laughs> cutthroat the thing is yeah I was listening to some of those old albums and the verses in those albums like whatever you do the darkness will come to light and I'm like yo <laughs> <laughs> literally so he, he was he was very cutthroat mm. but he was like yo like this is served to like, both humble him and show him that it's, it's not that straightforward it's yeah. not that clear cut yeah but I think yeah but I think if you're gonna I don't think there's anything wrong with being cut through it. But I think if that's the like life you're gonna live, it just makes you live it for the rest of your life. See that's the thing, I think then becomes self righteousness. Yeah. And the thing is I think it's worth realising ain't nobody above this. Yeah. Ain't nobody above sin, ain't nobody 
Why am I speaking like an American? There's nobody. <laughs> there's there's no one like ain't nobody. That, <laughs> there's no one that can live righteous. Yeah. If you can, then there's no need for Christ. That doesn't become license for sin, but it becomes a reminder of that grace. you consistently have to go back to God for grace. And, mm. and that's, this is him. what I really admire about Bizzle, mm. where he will literally come onto the onto the onto a track and be like, "Yo, like." You guys may think I'm the best dad, but because of my responsibilities as a CEO, I don't get to spend quality time with my son. You guys might think I'm the best husband, Mm. but I'm struggling with porn Mm. because I'm getting fat and Mm. I'm thinking that my wife is going to be lost enough for other guys. So I'm kind of intersecting that by watching porn and masturbating. And that's making his wife think that she's not enough. She's not enough. That that album, that song... Like a couple of times, I had to pause and be like, "Damn." So, it, and then he goes, "You may think that I'm the best minister, mm. but you guys don't can't see how many times I'm falling." Yeah. So that level of but embezzle is that guy that goes hard. Oh, like yeah. he he fully goes hard <laughs> at everyone. At everyone, embezzle does not respect anyone that disrespects our God. I love that. But yeah, and it's a case of he is so honest about his own short, uh, shortcomings. Mm. I say so honest because it's coming out so he, there could be other things that he's not sharing because I don't know his life mm. but it's a case of the openness and the honesty that you can see yeah. in his work it's just like that like he, he had he's got a song and it was like oh, um, the media likes to point fingers when they see them sit, when they see Christians sinning um, but it was not his first time it's probably not going to be his last time but God's forgiven so it's just going to dab on all the people who are like yeah. I was just like that it's like what's forgiven and it's not a case of I'm doing it because he's forgiven me but your condemnation doesn't condemn me because Mm. God is forgiven me but yes we're talking about Mary J. Black going through this list oh my god but again how much is he demanding so he's demanding $129,000 per month (laughs) perfect (laughs) Gosh. Okay, let's see the breakdown. Five thousand pounds for child support. He pays. Dollars. T- Sorry, dollars. <laughs> Five thousand dollars. Five grand. You know, like the way things are going, pounds and dollars will be, will, will yeah. will be the same old dollar. Yeah. The, I, but when Donald Trump, if Donald Trump comes in, hopefully it'll go down though. <laughs> <laughs> but then Brexit isn't helping us either. No, hopefully it won't go through because I've, I've been seeing that the politicians are. Nah, it's still gonna go. It's, it's gonna go through. It's going through. We just don't know what Theresa May is thinking. <laughs> anyway, it's got to say something so sexist. <laughs> so five thousand dollars for child support. He pays for two children he had from a previous relationship. It's so important that you realize that he's asking her to pay for kids that she had nothing to do with. <laughs> oh God! Seven thousand dollars in rent. What? Oh my <laughs> God! No! It gets better. <laughs> $1,000 allowance for new clothes. Are you taking the mess? $8,000 for a private chef. $3,200 for a personal trainer. $5,000 he pays for his parents each month. Now, this is the best one. I think this is the best one. $21,677. Dollars he gives in charitable donations. So he wants money to go give to other people. <laughs> he wants money to give to charity. <laughs> and lastly, seventy-one thousand dollars in rent he owes to several properties. And on top of that, he's asking for ten thousand, no, hundred thousand dollars for his attorney attorney fees. And thirty thousand for his forensic accounting fees. Yeah. Who's filing for divorce? Um. Oh. I thought Mary J. Blige. She did. Right. Right. <laughs> she did. <laughs> You're gonna leave me. Get paid. <laughs> you gotta pay my. Cha- you gotta pay my child support. You gotta pay my charity. You gotta pay my. Wait. Charity. So when, when when he then gives that charity, is he gonna say I gave it on Mary J. Blige? <laughs> on behalf of oh, Mary J. Gosh. Blige. And like it's a bit complicated because he did sign a prenup before they got married. Mm. But I think I don't know how prenup works, but I think it's either 
he's he's entitled to the stuff that she makes after they got married or no the so prenup normally means um like they they design the agreement so they design okay if things go left either you leave with everything you came with or um we will like the prenup will normally set the terms of whatever happens when they when they break up oh, so that. someone like um what's his name Nick Cannon and Mariah Mariah Carey they I think they did a prenup um and it's just like whatever whatever Nick Cannon made during their relationship he keeps whatever she made she keeps um and do you guys believe in prenups I would just sign one I, don't I would yeah one. I did not sign one I don't I don't have no much anyway <laughs> if you're a millionaire would you believe in prenups if I if I if I as a Christian going into a marriage Signing a prenup in and of itself denies what marriage is supposed yeah. to be to a Christian. Mm-hmm. It's as a Christian, it's death do part. I'm, what am I signing a prenup for? Should you leave me? You're gonna die, girl. Yeah, <laughs> <exactly> like, <laughs> that sounds kind of scary. <laughs> but yeah. But um, but the Bible does leave room for divorce in in case of cheating. Cheating. I need to read up on it because someone said it wasn't cheating. It was a. Unrepent, not an unrepentant heart, and a unforgiven heart. So if you can't, I need to read up on it. But it's not cheating can be forgiven. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. I think yeah. I think cheating, it's the forgiveness the of cheating, would be down to the spouse's discretion. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. down to if like God has done such a work in the spouse's heart, where it's like you know what, yeah, you're a prick for cheating, mm. but I'm gonna forgive you. Mm. Do mm. it again, you're out. Um, because the, the if reason you do that, then it's unconditional. It's conditional. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's a case of because um, I don't quite hold to what the other person said, simply because Jesus said right after that, if you marry a divorced woman, you have committed adultery. Adultery. Yeah. And, he, and, and it's like the clauses is very much centered around adultery. Yeah. So it's like you can only divorce on the grounds of adultery. Yeah. If those grounds aren't there and you marry a divorced woman, then you've caught a, um, caused her to commit adultery. Yeah. As the man, you've committed adultery again. Yeah. So I'm like, then technically, if I'm, I'm not going to divorce my If someone divorces their wife, yeah. someone, <laughs> someone, someone, someone divorces their wife, yeah. he remains single. Mm. His wife remarries. Mm. Technically, now she just committed adultery, so yeah. he's not free to marry. Ooh, <laughs> that's a nice one. <laughs> so, is it okay to commit adultery if you want to get out of your marriage? It's not. It's not. Is it okay? What is that a strategy that you can I go through? I bet. I bet the people on the podcast are like, I wish I could slap him. <laughs> but technically, you could do that, couldn't you? you nah, nah. You could because it's like you could. You, you could. You, you, you could commit adultery, get divorced, pray to God for forgiveness, get married again. <laughs> I'm gonna divorce this woman, but I know I can't do it, so I'm gonna commit a sin. But I think there's yeah, yeah. If, if one intentionally sins. It's not forgiven. I, I need to check it. Yeah, I'm but every adultery is, is, is intentional. No, but sin. then, like, if you intentionally sin with the idea of, I'm going to be forgiven, so I'm going to go sin. I remember seeing this meme. Um, this boy came home with a bicycle. And then um, his mum asked um, where he got it from. He said um, he stole it. And the mother said, um, why? And he was like, oh, I know if I pray to, um, to God, um, he, he wouldn't give me the bicycle because that's not how it works. So he prayed to God. So he he stole the bicycle and asked for forgiveness <laughs> because he knew that he'll be forgiven. Um, Hebrews ten twenty six. Uh, I'll just read it quickly. For if we go on deliberately and willingly sinning, after once acquiring knowledge of the truth, there is no longer any sacrifice left at all for our sins. I think the key thing that hits upon is. As a Christian, and by me saying Christian, there is a stress on the indwelling Holy Spirit. Yeah. If you don't have an in, if you don't have the indwelling Holy Spirit, I can't legitimately call, call you a Christian. Christian. Yeah. So if you have the indwelling Holy Spirit, bare Catholics just got offended. <laughs> if I do call you, if you do have the indwelling Holy Spirit. Jesus said the Holy Spirit convicts the world of three things. Sin, righteousness, and the judgment to come. The Holy Spirit will convict you of sin. 
the Holy Spirit will convict you of righteousness. Say like you, yes, you've sinned, but you have no righteousness of yourself. The only righteousness is of Jesus is within Jesus Christ and of the judgment to come. In Jesus Christ, you stand righteous before God. So there's a sense of if you continue willingly sinning, clearly Holy Spirit is not convicting you. There's, there's a sense of yes the Bible says you can quench the when, spirit when you say continue to sin are you talking about one sin no. or, or like different sins if you're living habitually in sin that's something that I, I believe that as a born again Christian I, I think, can't, I think it's, it's when not when you are when, when it's no longer a struggle like when, when it's something you in, you you willingly intentionally keep going back yeah to. yeah whereas i i feel a christian even if they're dealing with something even if it's something like porn where it's so mm-hmm. easy to just go yeah. back to it there always remains a sense of i really should i should really this. shouldn't be doing this is not yeah. who i am and that that conviction yeah. will be paramount because yeah. if you're consistently going out every day stealing back saying god is going to forgive me innit? i'll question your salvation what if it's just once do you know what? Genuinely, if you stole it with the intention of God is going to forgive me after I finish stealing it, I'll, I'll, I'll still question it. I'll be like, fat. Like, do you understand? What do you understand got? what you've just done? But maybe you had the you had like an epiphany after you stole the bike, like years down the road, and now you want to. But that's the thing. If you stole the bike, thinking, oh, I really want this bike. <laughs> I'm always trying, uh, trying to figure trying out. Trying to find a loophole. If you if you genuinely, if you genuinely stole I, the where bike, where am I right now? <laughs> If you genuinely stole the bike thinking, oh, I really want this bike, and then afterwards you're like, oh, damn. Like, I shouldn't have stolen this bike. God forgive me. And then you hop onto the bike and continue cycling. I'll be like, mm. okay. Actions it's don't necessarily... It's, it's, it's a situation. <laughs> Let's say you stole five million pounds yeah. and used that five million pounds to buy a house. Uh-huh. And then afterwards you felt bad, you felt convicted about stealing the money to buy this house. Uh-huh. Should you then move out of that house? Sell it. That that's what you should do. Um, Zacchaeus, mm-hmm. the guy who was on the tree. Jesus was walking past him and says, "Zacchaeus, come down off the tree. I'll be spent, um, spent, um, have a lunch over at yeah, yours." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was a dishonest tax collector. Yeah. After an encounter with Jesus, he said, "You know what? If I have robbed anyone." I'll replace it fourfold. I'm yeah, giving him half was, of my that, stuff. That was his... That was his conviction. conviction. That, that wasn't was, what Christ told him to. That, that wasn't what Christ told him to. That was his conviction. But it was after an encounter with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what I'm trying to stress. After a true encounter with Jesus, there Hold will be now. change. Hold on now. Okay. <laughs> because, no, no, you're completely right. Don't get me wrong. You're completely right. And I'm not necessarily playing devil's advocate, but I'm playing devil's advocate. Because there's no account of Matthew. Because all... All tax collectors were con- considered. It was considered like yeah. you're eating with the prostitutes and the yeah. tax collectors. We don't necessarily have record of Matthew giving back. Or we don't necessarily have record of Matthew cheating people. But then he was a tax collector. He was a tax collector, but doesn't mean he was a dishonest tax collector. But I think all of them were dishonest. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think. Tax I get what you mean. There though, was yeah. a general association yeah. with dishonesty with yeah. tax collectors, so he had that stigma. But the Bible doesn't inherently say that he stole it. He took money. No, because the tax collectors, the the job wasn't just collect tax for the king. The job was you go and then pay the people's tax and then come and collect it from them. Okay. So it was more you then define what you're collecting from them to make a profit for going to pay their tax. Okay, then you get to determine how much you get paid. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Um, I sincerely doubt Today I feel like I am like worth one for one. <laughs> but again, it's like um, I see Matthew mm. walking with Jesus yeah. and serving like that, mm. and I see Zacchaeus. He didn't necessarily walk with mm. Jesus, but he gave away his things. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think obviously it will play out differently in different yeah. situations. Yeah. It will play out differently in different. I'm not trying to say everything is going to look exactly black and white. It's going to, very much going to be down to your personal situation and your relationship with God and everything. Yeah. But there will be evidence yeah, yeah. when God is working in your life. And um, personally, if I stole X amount of money and I bought a house and everything else and then I encountered Jesus uh, afterwards, 
I'd be like, God, what would you have me do yeah. about that? <laughs> it will, it will be, it will be an like, awkward prayer. Please don't say this one. It will be an awkward prayer. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll generally be like, God, what would you have me do? Would you? I know that it's like for someone like you. Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna go. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's painting you in a good light. Robert's always said he likes an open house mm. where people can come in, um, eat, whatever. Yours could be it becomes an open house. So literally, you let homeless people into. If you have a five million pound house, you're gonna have more than one bathroom. You're gonna have a good couple different. So literally, you can like give out rooms to the homeless. You can mm-hmm. like shelter whatever. That'll be wavy. You see that? That'll be wavy, and that could be his way of being uh, like a right cool. Yeah. yeah. Honoring mm. God even in the midst of that. Um, mm. <clears throat> but if you stole five million as a Christian, and then afterwards <laughs> you got convicted and like God, what's Give it back. But yeah, nah. All right, so then, so then, so then, what about, I mean, five million is a big number. What about clocking in late? To work. Remote? No, no, no. (laughs) Man's throwing so much (laughs) shit. No, no, no. I'm thinking about myself. I'm thinking about where I've signed the timesheet saying I got in at nine, knowing I got in at nine, ten. It's not five million pounds, but it's still pilfering. It's still stealing time. What then do I do now? I've left the job. Do I then go back and then... Like, say, let me work this extra 10 minutes for the sin that I even remember because there might be some that I yeah. don't remember. What, like, what um, am I going to do then? In terms of that, literally, it just comes down to being honest. I got in at 9.10. All right, now 9.10. Um, no, but then I'm saying this is in the past. Yeah, you can't, there's nothing you can do about that. But it's moving forward with the conviction mm. that mm. I used to do this, but I've been convicted that right. young. I can't do this. Yeah. So if I want to be able to write down nine o'clock, I should get in for nine o'clock to be able to write that down for nine o'clock. Mm. Mm. Um, that that would be. You know what? In all honesty, I used to do the exact same thing at work. Like literally, so peak. Um, my induction day, I had three induction days, and I was late for all three. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> for one of them, I was like an hour late, and the induction was like two hours. Does not does that not hurt, hurt you inside? <laughs> I'm just hearing this, making me sad inside. You know what? I am so desensitized to that. <laughs> it's so big. Like I walked in late, and then the guy running the induction here called me to the side and was like, "Yo, mate, it's it's like an hour late." I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I don't even know this place, so I'm literally just coming straight from college. I've got my bag on my back. I'm literally just coming straight from college." Um, I went to the wrong store, so I had to walk here, blah, 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 and so I'm like, cool, you know what, but don't let it happen again, next day, late. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a disciplinary at work here, and they brought up my folder. Fuck! The folder was like a telephone booklet, yeah? And it was just lateness. Oh, the amount of times I clocked in late because ours is electronic clocking you type mm. in your badge number when you, when you so it just registers the time and it just had bare late and I, you know the ones that they put it down on the table and I was like you know what only thing I can say is I'm going to try to be early now <laughs> <laughs> literally that's what I said I'm going to try to be early now and like the next day I was late <laughs> but yeah the earliest I was in for work was 15 minutes late what? <laughs> when you don't care about yourself, you're looking for a reason. You're looking for a reason to leave. But do you know, do you know, I was there for eight years, even with that track record. Damn. Like literally, one time I got a mad late, and the supervisor was like, "What time do you call this?" I said, "GMT," and I walked right past. You know, I felt so content in that year. <laughs> so peak. Guys, you might not have that grace in your life. Don't do it, please. But you know what? Man, this is grace being squandered. <laughs> For eight years, eight years of grace being squandered. <laughs> but yeah, oh, timekeeping is one thing that God is actually challenging me on. Mm. So now, I'm actually like between a half an hour to 15 minutes early for all my shifts. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going to say nah, between half, half hour, 15 minutes late. <laughs> no, half hour, 15 minutes early for all of my shifts. Mm. I'm proud of you. So, yeah, it's like God has actually been working on my heart for eight years. Um, yeah, yeah. Going back to this Mary J. Blige thing, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it's, there's, there's a certain amount of, like, 
I'm just insulting your intelligence by asking you to pay these things. Like, I can't, I can't imagine why this would be legit, like. But you know what, yeah? Can we just flip the situation? If this was a woman asking a man for, for this amount, would this even be news? Or, or, would, or would the court say, yeah, take the money? Do as you, you see, for me, you see how we talked about how um, people in positions of authority get a harsher judgment? Uh-huh. In the structure of things as God designed it, the man is the head of the home. I feel like if you're going to leave your wife and you're not going to man up to, you know... No, she left him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you said, flip yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. But even if in that case the woman's leaving still, <coughs> you as a man, I think you still kind of bear responsibility. Like... I understand only because you are supposed to be that kind of, you know, head, um, figure. head figure. I'd understand that being enough. So I'm not saying you'd have to pay it. I don't understand why after we divorce, you still need a chef. You still need me to pay for your kids, pay it to your parents. Like, nah. Like, but then, you know. Want me to pay for your personal trainer? Nah, if I'm get fat. The, the guy spends oh, more on the personal trainer in a month than all three of us will spend in a year. <laughs> Well, spent what gym membership? Gym members. <laughs> I ain't paying no personal trainer. I'll look that stuff up online. Fam, literally YouTube. Oh, cool. That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me make this fun. But nah, um, I feel it's it's almost cheeky. Where you're like, oh, so you want to leave me? Yeah, cool. You know what? I want this. Mm. I want this. Um, it's almost spiteful. Mm. Sometimes the person deserves it. So. In a situation where the woman has been like a housewife, mm, she's mm-hmm. given up a career, yeah, yeah. stuff like that, and she's been a housewife. Well, she chose to be a housewife. Then, then you guys as a couple made that decision, because the wife can't just say, "I'm staying at home." Innit? Yes, she can. And then you're like, "Cool, I'm just gonna struggle at work and then make sure everything's paid for." Fam, people do that. I've, yeah, I've, I've read been, stories. I've read stories. You, know what? you better handle your business, boys. <laughs> but it's like. Ideally, it should be a joint decision. Mm. So it should be a case of, all right, cool. You want to be a housewife. Realistically, are we earning enough for you to be able to do that? Mm. If if I'm in a position where, yo, you know what? Yeah, you can be a housewife. You can take two holidays a year. You can stay at home and we'll still be living nice. Then cool, that's that. That's the decision you made as a family. And she has spent her time taking care of the house, like cooking, cleaning, everything like that, where if she had done that in a hotel, she would have been paid. Mm. If she had done that as a nanny, she would have been paid. Mm. So it's a case of, yes, it's her house as well, but she's working just in a different context. Well, similar, kind of similar situation. Mariah Carey mm-hmm. got engaged to this billionaire, oh. um, and then she went on tour or something, comes back and finds out that he's, he's caught off. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And she's asking him for fifty thousand in emotional damages or something like that. Fifty thousand dollars. What would you say about that? I don't. I don't understand that. Emo- emotional damage from from you spending all his money and, he, and, and him saying. <laughs> you I've know had what? Yeah. <laughs> I actually heard um, a story of a man. Well, it's not. It's, it's, I saw it on um, divorce court. The woman was like, "Oh, he's divorcing me. I want this much." Because of the amount of stress the divorce is causing me. And the judge was like, nah, I got my call. <laughs> nah, not on it. It's like people sue for or try to claim money back for ridiculous things. Mm. Uh, emotional damage. Nah, mate. Nah, I got here, man. <laughs> Do you think being a house, um, a house husband is a respectable thing to be? Do you know what? Um, I don't think it. I... Do you know what? Speaking from my limited exposure or my circles, I think the circles that I'm exposed to would kind of look down on it because it's very much to see it as a man's role to kind of provide or whatever. And I know that's not that might not be deemed as being politically correct, um, but they, yeah, they kind of see it as like, cool, you should be working towards something tangible. Um, Okay, so, so let's say like Jimmy Lee was earning like like something silly and it meant that you didn't have to work. Would you still work? Or would yeah. you just would you take care of stuff at home? I would still work. But my work might not be full time. Mm. It 
it might not be work my work might not be as we might necessarily view work in general um there was a time when literally on Jamelia's salary alone we can pay our rent and still live nice Okay. And she was earning like two, three times as much as I was. I was working part time. She was working full time. Did that bother you? No, it didn't. Funny enough, it didn't. Um, and that's simply because of the type of woman she is. She wasn't belittling. She wasn't like lording it over me. She very much like submitted everything to me. So it was. It was. In a, we had a joint account, and she was like, "All right, cool. I need." Um, like I kind of had. Control, not control, but we kind of weighed everything up together, and she le- she left me to run the money because she's like she trusts me with the money, so I'll just go for it. And I'm not saying that kind of offset or balanced out everything, but it's just the way she she approached the finances didn't make it an issue. And for me, it wasn't an issue that she was earning more than me. Oh. I actually found it. I was like, raw, like yeah, we actually saw it. I think my main thing was I want to make enough to pay the rent. And I was making enough to pay the rent. So literally everything that she had was was just excess. Um, So I I personally would definitely still work. Um, Just being at home all the time would become a bit tedious. It's a bit boring. Yeah. Even like, I've been off work like last week and I hated that. I just just couldn't get, I just couldn't wait to get back into work. But, then again, I like the work that I do, so... Exactly. And that's the thing. I think the style the kind of stuff that I want to do, I enjoy. So it'll be very much a case of... It will allow me the time to pursue what I want to pursue. Mm. And by me pursuing what I want to pursue, I would pursue it in a manner that could bring something back. So whether it's photography or whatever, I'll pursue that a bit more full-on, knowing that, you know, we're still cool. Uh, yeah. What about yourself? Um... What I, what I think about being a, hus- a house husband? Oh, yeah. I think I'd make a good house husband. You know, you know, just like, just make the house look pretty. So when my wife comes home, she'll be like, "Oh my days, the washing's done, dinner's on the table. Oh, Robbie, you're so amazing." <laughs> We're like, "You're done, though." <laughs> <laughs> so you're just trying to get gassed up, like affirmation. For the missus, like, well, you're doing anything right. Well, not, I- not, not even affirmation. I just feel like as a husband, I would want to do as much as possible just so she wouldn't have to do as much. Mm. Um, so being a house husband would afford you that luxury. Yeah. And yeah, just like little things. Because like, I know how, how like, I like stuff done. Even stuff like washing up. I know how I like... The life has been ordered and like, uh. like how you wash stuff. So, 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 so like even, even in my own house, when I see people just like washing things randomly mm-hmm. it pains me inside it's big plates sauces pots and pans containers then you wash the cups then you wash the cutlery no you wash the cutlery then you wash the cups no 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 that's so the way no 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 you wash the cups first no why not because you wash the plates first because on the like kitchen hopefully <laughs> we have this conversation <laughs> but like you like stack them up so uh-huh. like stack plates, smallest to biggest. Mm-hmm. So you wash the smallest ones first, uh-huh. put them in the sink. You rinse off the bigger ones first, so then they go on the back of the rack. Okay. And then it goes big plates to small plates. So like that's that's the plates done. That way, when, when you're taking off the thing, you can just take them all at once yeah. in one hand. Do you know what? The, the reason I said no is because more time, the cups don't have anything greasy in them. So when you wash plates, pots and pans and stuff, mm-hmm. and then you wash the cups, you are now washing the cups with greasy sponge or greasy water or whatever. One thing Unless I learned, you change the one, water. One thing I learned from my ex-girlfriend is you have one sponge for greasy stuff, one sponge for non-greasy That's stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. what I normally do, obviously, bucket, soapy water, you wash, first thing I wash is the bottles, layers bottles, then I wash the cups, glasses, then I wash the other baby stuff, then I go into plates. Well, then I go into the trays. So the tray is where all the plates and stuff are going to sit on top of. Mm-hmm. Then I leave the cutlery in the water as I wash the plates. So any dried on food gets softened up. Kind of hot water for just get hot, it's water. hot water. But sometimes you might still get, especially on forks. That's what the scour is for. Nah, that's, black. That's what the scour. So let me let me finish. So you, when you finish the plates, 
obviously everything's all bubbled up and that. Then I wash the forks, the cutlery and stuff. Then I go into containers. Then I go into pots because pots are the most greasiest things. No, 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 so you wash the pots last. No, no, that's not how it works. <coughs> anyway, so we're just talking about what we think about house husbands, house husbands. and their respectability. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and their respectability, the most important thing. Do you think house husbands are respected or not? <sighs> I don't think it's respected, but I wouldn't I mind being a husband. I, 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 I wouldn't but again, mind being a husband. I think it's very much dependent on the circles you're around. I don't have many friends, so it wouldn't bother me at all, to be honest. Personally, I couldn't be. I don't think I could. I don't think I could be a husband. Just, yeah, just because I can't, I can't imagine it. Like, I can't imagine just being at home all day. Yeah, but, yeah, but you're not at home all day. You can do whatever you want. You just have to make sure the house is nice. For, for you can't do whatever your you want because you're married. Yeah, but you know what I mean. You can, you, you can go to the store. You can join a knitting group. <laughs> what? You can go out sh- photography, like every other day. Yeah. Engage. You, know, you can still work. A, I'd like a, a work at home job. I like a work at home job. Um, and if that's what it means to be a house husband, then yeah. yeah. No, I think house husband is more like. You're not the main breadwinner. Not not even like you're not the main breadwinner, but like. Dude, you, you don't you don't have a job. Do I just kind of tidy up the house, sweeping, making sure dinner's cooked when wife comes home? <sighs> you, you know, like as a job, people may, may not see that as respectable, but I know your wife would like would like appreciate depends, what, what depends the person on the kind of woman because, you have. Yeah, it depends on the type of woman because some women may just look down on you. Like, look at this waistband of mine. I mean, to be fair, I don't expect like it's 2016, and I think we've evolved past the point of thinking that's the woman's job. Uh-huh. Yeah, per se. I, I, I don't, I don't think that. I just think, um, personally, I just couldn't, I couldn't not do anything. I'd yeah. have to be doing stuff. I'd have to do some, something. How you could be evangelizing? You could be feeding the homeless. You could be doing all that, all that good stuff. Possibly. I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't knock you if that's what you know your your relationship has allowed. But you know, I couldn't. Do I, I could do it. But I don't think I would. Unless, you said, if, if your wife was earning enough that you didn't have to work. So you can literally just chill at home. And I, I, I still work, but... And that's the thing I said, I would still find something to do. Yeah, And I was like, yeah. it, I would still kind of pursue hobbies and stuff from a perspective of trying to make it capitalise on them. Mm. So... <sighs> I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so yes, this, this guy who's trying to siphon funds. Yeah, I just think, you know what? I, I slightly think he's just bitter. That she's, yeah, that definitely, she's yeah, going. And he's just trying to be like, you know, if you're going to go, I'm going to cash up. Yeah. Uh, I see. Well, I think that would be a nice place to close. But before you do, any closing comments? <laughs> Sign the green up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think, personally, I think it's, you hear artists talk about love and you hear them sing about love. And it's like, if God is love and you're not talking about God, then you're not talking about love. Hmm. So would you then say? What about talking about? Would you then say those who are not in God can't truly love each other? Not the way God requires you to. I like that answer. Very diplomatic. Um, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, you can. Like, I mean, you see Victoria Beckham and David Beckham living together. I don't know their religious beliefs. Oh, yeah. I don't know their relationship with God, but you know, I, you can definitely be in relationships. Um, uh, for a long period of time and yeah. love each other but if it's not based in God then it is just based on you and you can do well on your own but yeah. it will never be what God designed you know it will never be it will never be as Christ loved the church yeah. it won't it simply won't but then if you're not a Christian does that even matter <laughs> exactly yeah. you've got bigger problems anyway but <laughs> um, well, I think that my, my closing remark is those in relationships those in marriage like rely on God and Never get complacent with making God the centre of your relationship. Mm. Yeah, well, that's 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 it. That's that's how I'm hoping to live my life, and that's how I'm praying God helps me live my life. So, I think my closing remark would just be, um, yes, yeah, it's just something in my relationship. I'm just like, divorce is not on the table. It's just, yeah. it's just not on the cards. Yeah. Them cars are not on the table. Um, if, you, if you want me gun, they kill me in my sleep. <laughs> you gotta pour some acid in my food or something. Um, <laughs> Even that guy, I might not. <laughs> yeah, African stomachs. <laughs> You've been eating shit up from, from, from the womb. Nah, I'm joking. But, um, and, um, question. 
You see with the prenups, yeah? I, um, someone was like, they're going to put like weight restrictions on prenups. So if the wife hits a certain weight, it'll just be like, nah, that's, that's grounds for divorce. Um, so, so what's your thoughts on that? I mean, it speaks to what the what the relationship is based on, isn't it? <sighs> if, I mean, that's the whole Instagram culture nowadays. Yeah, like, it's, it's all about what you look like now. Like, people are not even thinking, like, when when you listen to older people, you listen to the wise ones, they'll tell you, don't even look at the chick, look at her mom. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she's got to grow into. So, like, check that that's okay. And you know that it's, you know, there's longevity. Doesn't mean you start losting after people's nah. moms. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I'm trying to say is there's too much emphasis based on looks on the, yeah. nowadays. We, we live in that culture where it's all about what I can see mm. now. So even Bizzle's, like, we're talking about Bizzle, a lot of Bizzle, getting in contact, isn't it? <laughs> For real. But it's like... He even talks about poetry and that, so he might be able to do a little something on on the next thing. He even talks about how you know you you're showing this guy everything, and like he's showing you some sort of love, but then the second someone shows him more, oh, yeah, he's gonna go for that. So it's yeah, now nah, I don't weight restrictions. Um, someone divorced his wife the day after, and apparently this is legal as well because he saw her without makeup, God. and I was like. Well, I mean, the before and after pictures were like, yeah. <laughs> but, it's kind of you know, like, again, it's, it's, there's too much emphasis on the aesthetic, uh-huh. and I think it's, yeah, I think it's detrimental. For within a Christian setting anyways, um, yeah, like, just don't go into a marriage with divorce in your back pocket, thinking yeah. if, if this doesn't work, I can yeah, always no, just step yeah. up. Yeah. Um, always... Hold on to till death do us part. Um, the one thing that I heard before I got married, and it really struck me, is um, <clears throat> I think it was um, God's servant. Mm. He mentioned um, Derek Buenoff or something like that. He wrote in one of his books, um, like it was a prayer. God doesn't work. Th- um, God doesn't work on your marriage through your love. He works on your love through your marriage. Mm. 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 So yeah, it, it, the, the the nuance is like we don't mm. divorce because we're out of love, mm. but we actually continue to love each other because we're married. Love is a very very deliberate choice. It's Literally, just, it's butterflies. People, people need to forget that love is not a feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a decision. Yeah. It's actions. Yeah. I think it's it's worth there is practical wisdom as well. Like, be prayerful about who you're going to marry. Yeah. Be very prayerful. Like, it's it's so important. But then also, it's like um, as Robert pointed out to me one time. You know, you got people in like abusive relationships where you know they're actually their life is in danger and stuff like yeah. that. I think you know this. There's sin in the world, and so things aren't as they should be. Things aren't ideal. If you're getting beaten up in a marriage, I don't think you should stay. Uh, I, I just, I don't, personally. Even though it's not adultery. Like, I don't, I don't think you should stay. Unless you can get someone to beat up your husband. Then. <laughs> That's cool. With it. If not, yeah. There's always, there's always, you know, unique circumstances that I think, again, God, God intervenes in and, and, and guide you. There was one, um, so I know we're trying to wrap up. I know exactly that. <laughs> there, yeah. there was one, um... Part, I think it was like a prophet or whatever, but he was like, yeah, in our church, we, we believe in the laying of hands. So if your husband is beating you up, bring him to our service. <laughs> we will have a prayer meeting and we will lay yeah. hands. <laughs> I was in bits. He was like, I will promise you, by the end of it, he will not touch you again. <laughs> I think closing comments for me is just how there is... No situation that cannot be reconciled within within our relationship with Christ. Mm. There's no situation within your marriage that cannot be reconciled. Mm. Apart from cheating. (laughs) (laughs) And ten other cheat. If you are gonna get divorced, you don't have to look to your your spouse to provide for all your needs because God can provide for you Mm. infinitely more than one hundred and twenty nine thousand dollars. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes he provides through your ex pass. <laughs> anyway, so that's the furnace for today. Um, shout out to Partners in Rome. Yes, sir. Is that right? Yeah. Dot com. Dot.
Is oh. it .com? Yeah, it's .com. Since when? It's always been .com. I've only, I've only ever said shout out to Partners in Rhyme. Yeah, you yeah. haven't said Partners in Rhyme at .com. Uh, yeah, because no one's ever told me it was .com. <laughs> I've said it on the podcast. I've definitely said Just it. Google them, man. Um, shout out to Calvin Turner for the Ordinary Amazing logo. Mm. You can find us on Twitter yeah. at The Furnace UK. <laughs> you can email us at tbsfurnace at hotmail.com. You can find us on all good spot podcasting websites. Yeah. Just type in The Blacksmith's Furnace with an apostrophe. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash The Blacksmith's Furnace. No apostrophe. Mm. Uh, um, shout out to well. Contact H Muse H. H Muse H. No, I appreciate that. Nice. Po next week. Po Po. If you're interested in poetry, Come pizza, down. or Polaroids, it'll be good. And there'll be table tennis as well. There's always table tennis. <laughs> yeah, as you do, it'll be a good time. Um, um, what's that thing you on? Was it? Is it Angela Talks? Oh, I was, talks. I was, no, no. I, was, I was on the chat. I was on the chat with Angela. It's a YouTube program. Yeah. I was talking about. Um, ministry and relationship yeah so done yeah looks interesting so go and check that out as well um, check out um, Hairwalk TV it's on Hairwalk TV Hairwalk TV yeah um, is that everything? that is everything that's everything yeah. I guess this is the Blacksmith's Furnace and then now